Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D, and I run this show. Just I mix it fun. I'm Tell us, what are we talking about today, Natalie? Ants. Ants. Little guys. The little guys. They Perhaps are. Perhaps the littlest guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're talking about ants today. And this topic was suggested to us by Hito in our Discord. Right. Thank you, Hito. If you want to suggest a topic for us, you're listening, join our Discord, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. Go in there. I personally like the constantly updating list of suggestions for episodes because it kind of takes a load off of me. But I will say that just because you posted a suggestion is me, we're going to do it because I might not like your topic. That's right. <laughs> so thank you, Hito. We also have our first sponsor, Harlem Township, Ohio. Our show is brought to you by Harlem Township, Ohio. I love that our first sponsor is a little township. It's in Delaware County, Ohio. And it's really close to Columbus. Almost touches it. Almost, but not <laughs> quite. Harlem Township. Thanks, guys. Think about it. <laughs> you know what they have in Harlem Township? Ants. Oh, they do have ants. Ants are everywhere in the whole world. Did you know that? Natalie, what is an ant? An ant is a youth social insect that is related to wasps and bees. And they're like the little tiny black bugs with legs. You social. What does that mean? They work together as a colony. They are the total opposite of humans, probably. So how how does an ant colony work? Is it like a beehive or is it different? Ant colonies are like a super organism because all of the ants inside of it operate as a unified entity. They have a queen, like, I suppose like bees do, and they have their ant house, and then they have ants that go out and get food and come back. Okay, so they have like different teams, like you could be in a different branch of ant. Right. How do they coordinate this? Is it communication, like bees will wiggle their butts, or is it like chemical signaling, or what? It's like chemical signaling. They they squirt pheromones all over everything. Oh, so they are not totally unlike humans. <laughs> Do you like ants? I'm like neutral on ants. My rule with ants is don't come in my house. But I would never go kick ants around outside. I wouldn't be walking down the street and be like, fuck you, ant. Stomp, stomp. Right. Well, that's just like... When our daughter was young, you know, there's a bunch of ants. And I think the first thing you want to do as a kid, because, I mean, you don't think about it. We're talking like two, three years old, is you want to go and you just want to, like, stomp on the ants. Like, let's see what happens. And I pretty quickly came to a good explanation for why you don't do it. It, it always internally made sense to me as an adult. They're supposed to live out there. So you let them live out there, and you don't mess with them, and then they don't come in your home. They don't know what the rule is, but then that allows you to squish them in your house. Right. You let them be. I'm not like a big kill the bugs in the yard people. Like, some people are like, let's spray for this, let's spray for that. Let's make it so our yard has no fucking living things in it at all, except for the ones we planted there. It's called an ecosystem. Right. It needs to be eco. You know what? Just go, just try to seal up your windows. We try to seal up our windows, and you can put some dust around, like borax or something, and an ant starts walking on that, and they're like, wait a second. Hmm, no. And then they squirt their pheromones all over, like, this place sucks. Yeah. (laughs) And what could you want more than 
a few ants telling the rest of the colony, this house sucks. Do not enter. Have, That's easy peasy. They have candy everywhere, but shit on the floor. I don't like it. <laughs> I just want to say, because I live in the same house as you, I just want to say, number one, there's not candy everywhere. <laughs> and number two, there's no shit on the floor. <laughs> The floor is a no the shit borax zone. shit. The shit that they don't like. Oh, I put that outside. Oh. Are you supposed to squirt it in like your door holes or whatever? I don't have time for that. I just, I put it, you get the box and you set it outside. And so it's like the monolith from 2001. <laughs> and they're like, oh, they got a box of this shit. Let's get out of here. <laughs> is that what you're trying to communicate to them? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's some kind of ritual you're supposed to perform. I just put the box outside. Whatever. Okay, so here, every year we get those, like, little teeny ants. And it's always at the same time of the year. Like, I know they're going to come. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, and it's always in, like, May. Right. They're little teeny, itty-bitty baby ants. Small guys. They're probably about a quarter inch long, maybe less. Yeah. they call. I think that they're called sugar ants. I would call them antlets. Little babies. I still don't like them in my house. They like to hang out, like, in the living room. I think they come in through the living room. I think there's, like, a little gap with the screen door over there. And they're like, hey, we're going in this way. Because I always put the box of borax by the other window. (laughs) But they may, right, they come from the other direction. They never saw the sign. Right. I've heard that everybody else in the neighborhood also gets those little teeny ants at the same time. And so I don't feel bad about it. I'm just like, I don't give a shit anymore. Once I heard from like more than one neighbor that they also get them at the same time of the year, every year, I'm like, it's obvious it's just part of living here. There's nothing unusual about our house, which would cause ants to come in. No, but still you're like, I don't want to have bugs in the house. I think ants are unavoidable. I think if we had larger bugs, like if you came in... There's like centipedes everywhere. Yeah. That would be a bummer. I would have to leave the house. I wouldn't come back. What if you came in the house and there were locusts everywhere like those ones? I would would leave and I would not come back until they were all gone. What noise does a locust make? Like that squishy noise? Like that horror movie noise? It's like they're creaking something together. They're creaking their shell together. (laughs) That's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. Thank you. I'm locust. <laughs> yeah, see, if your house, if you had like eight of those in your house, it would be a problem. Eight ants, you might never see them. I wouldn't care, but they're they're flagrant. Like, I see them. Well, I don't like other stuff moving around in my house. It gives me the feeling of pestilence, which I don't like. Right, it's not, that's not it. Here's a very extremely small quiz. Guess how many... Guess how many different kinds of ants there are? Oh, probably very many. Probably a thousand. They estimate that there are 22,000 different species of ants. They've only identified 12,500 of them. That's a lot of them. So what makes a different species of ant? I mean, they be different species like they couldn't breed with each other. That's like so Montague and Capulet. Think about that. <laughs> Think about you your think out. Different kinds of ants want to fuck each other. I don't think humans are like do, uniquely do horny. I don't. Can think... I look up ant genitals? I think you should. I mean, clearly, are they called genitals when they're on an ant? No, they don't have dicks. Ants have an organ that delivers sperm. They have a adegus. A e d e a g u s. 
But it also says, however, the vast majority of ants are all female, and male ants are only produced by a colony to fertilize ant queens. Yeah. So most ants are girls. Yeah. According, that's, that's what an ant's dick looks like. Basically what you'd expect. It looks like a little triangle. And, you know, it wouldn't look like a big triangle because it's on a little bug. Where is it on the ant? No, I don't want to see pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you just... I, <laughs> Natalie, <laughs> Natalie, don't search that, guys. <laughs> Natalie had a tab up and it said ant genitals in it. Fair enough. And then she clicked onto images and it was like a whole different timbre. Let's put safe search on. So there's a guy and he tied a rope around a jar in the jars around his genitals and then he put ants in the jar so let's look at the ants body parts it would be on its abdomen but it's not showing it because most ants are female but there's still male ones just because there's not many doesn't mean there aren't any anyway no you got ants from the movie ants that have genitals this is just <laughs> remember that guy with the bees and all the weird bugs all over his dick remember him that guy we just saw on your screen? Right. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing now. <laughs> Let's check it. It'll what, be like... Wasn't there it, a guy with water bugs all over his dick like those shits that you get in the basement? <laughs> we should do... You've seen My 600 Pound Life. And then they do follow-ups. They go back and they say, 600 Pound Life. Where are they now? And it's always like, Indiana. <laughs> and it's somebody that's like, well, if you ask me, now I have a 240-pound life. <laughs> like, great. Right. We'll go to the guy with all of those plump water bugs all over his own genitals and say, how's it hanging? Like, are you Do you still do bugs on your dick? That's what I would ask him. <laughs> Is this, has this taken you places? Right. Is this still your thing? Or is this just something you wish you hadn't put on the internet? Famous case, the Star Wars kid. This is something that, that predates modern memes. A kid had lightsabers and he was doing a dance in his garage. And his friends took it and uploaded it. And it really embarrassed him. And it like traumatized him. Right. But everybody around the world laughed at him because they didn't know the context. So I hope Bug Dick is doing okay. I wonder if he's like branched out into other kinds of bugs. Who, Star Wars kid? <laughs> Bug Dick guy. <laughs> Was it all the same guy? Or is it is this like a thing with different people? Oh, I don't know. I mean, the bug, if you're going to... It looked like the same dick to me. You mean on on your image search? Yeah. Oh, same guy, different yeah. bugs. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Do you think he was just demoing the different bugs to show... How big they are compared to his dick? <laughs> like, just to have a size standard, right. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's actually very smart because, you know, if I were going to take a picture of something like an antique or something and put it on eBay, I would put something next to it. I don't have a ruler handy. What do I have handy? A Diet Coke can. So I would put that next to it because everybody knows what a 12 ounce Coke can looks like. Right. Well, he just didn't want to use something copyrighted. There's no copyright on that. Now there is, though. Think about well, it. 
And then if you had your own bug and you wanted to see how big it was, you have to go through him. <laughs> That's really smart. It's a service to check out, to check out big your bugs. <laughs> I mean, you have a bug. You don't have a ruler. You want to know how big it is. He says, bring it over and bring like $30. <laughs> bring a few more bugs just for shits. $30 flat rate. Now I'm, you know how big your bug is. And I'm assuming it's an in-kind donation. I mean, he gets something out of it. You don't know that. You go over to the guy's house and you get all your bugs out. And you're like, yeah, you like these bugs? And he's like, I guess. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to put. Job. Shut uh, up. <laughs> You gonna put these bugs on your dick? And he's like, just put them on my dick. Let's take the picture. I have got to. I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> I'm just here to get my paycheck and go home. <laughs> I want my $30 money order. You wanna know how big your bug is or not? <laughs> <laughs> many ants there are there's very very many there's more ants than people right <laughs> yes there absolutely is 10 quadrillion ants did you know that i do now there are 10 quadrillion ants so billion so there's like between seven and eight billion people mm-hmm. and then billion trillion quadrillion so there's roughly like a million times more ants than people mm-hmm there's more than a million times. For every person on Earth, there's a million ants. There are so many ants. Just ants form up to 25% of the total terrestrial animal biomass. If you put all the organisms in the world in one spot, 25% of the weight of that pile would be ants. There's lots of animals that are heavier than an ant, but there's just not as many. Pandas? There's like... Definitely not as much weight in pandas. There's like a hundred pandas. <laughs> pandas ain't shit. Right. <laughs> They're not going to make up any of that biomass. I'm not impressed by pandas, honestly. You know, live your life, but... <laughs> you just suck your teeth at some pandas. Did you know what is not an ant? Is a termite. Oh, really? Yeah, they're not ants. So what's the difference between an ant and a termite? Uh, termites are related to cockroaches and mantid crickets. They don't undergo full metamorphosis, which ants do. How do ants metamorphose? Oh, that's our fucking quiz, baby. Are you ready to fucking do it? Yeah. I don't think you're going to do very good because you asked me that. Oh! I was... It's time to do this quiz. All right. Fuck it up. So I wasn't aware that ants went through metamorphosis. Uh, but okay, so, so you're talking about the same process where there's a caterpillar and it seals itself up and it liquefies and it comes out as a moth or a butterfly. Because uh, that's traditionally what I would think of as metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. So your quiz, though, is the life cycle of an ant. I want you to tell me what the four, the four stages of life of an ant. Number one has to be the egg. Oh, it's an egg. It's probably a wiggly boy, so probably a larva. And ultimately, it turns into ant. That's got to be one of them. <laughs> ant is either three or four. What would you call that? It has a scientific name. Antis scientificus. 
Mr. Uh, no. <laughs> adult ant. It's an adult. Yep. And then there's a, can you throw me a bone? Is the la- is the one I missed, is it in between larva and ant, or is it post-ant? It's <laughs> in between larva and ant. Well, it's not pupa. That's the middle of a, uh, of a caterpillar, right? It's pupa. It's pupa. Well, what's a pupa? That's when it's like in the thing, and so it's an egg, and then it's a larva, which is like a little maggot or whatever. Yeah. A maggot, but an ant. Okay. What do you call those? Like you call them larva. A wiggly boy. Yeah. And the pupa is when it is in the thing, and it can't and it can't do anything. And oh. It's like. And it seals up, and then it comes out, and it's an ant. Mm-hmm. So it does metamorphose. That's I had no idea. Well, you learned something today. An ant used to be a maggot. I want to see what a uh, ant maggot looks like. Are they called maggots? Go ahead and close your tab that says ant genitals. <laughs> this one says ant brain. A <laughs> sort of transparent worm. It looks very maggot-like. Looks like a maggot. Squirmy worming. Who would have thought that your ant turned? Into an ant from a little worm. You probably don't think about that because ants don't leave their little worms around. Now, I've heard of ant eggs. Mm -hmm. I just assumed ants had little white dots and then they came out and they were just really small ants and they just got bigger when they ate sugar or whatever. Now, they come out as these little gross buddies and then they turn into pupas, which are like these guys, which are also weird looking. Now, you don't see those, but they probably hide them, right? Mm -hmm. They put them in their nest. They wouldn't just do that out, like, on your countertop. No, they wouldn't. Uh-uh. I hope not. When the ants do their egg thing, all the ants start off as little eggs, right? And then if the egg is fertilized, then the ant will be a female. And if the egg is not fertilized, then it is a male. Think about it. Trying to think about how that <laughs> works. I'm just going to go with all right. They also... When they eat stuff. First off, ants will basically eat anything. They don't give a shit. They'll just basically eat whatever. So they can basically digest like any kind of organic matter. Right. They could eat plant matter. They could eat animal parts. They could eat like shit in your kitchen. So they're omnivores. Yeah. See, I think traditionally we think of cat drinks milk, a mouse eats cheese, and ant eats sugar. But these are hopelessly mired in the past. Ants will eat anything. What's the worst thing an ant would eat? Shit, probably. Think an ant would just eat poop. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. That's nature. You know, when people say nature is beautiful, think about if you were born and your mom just shot an egg out. And if your mom had gotten fertilized, then congrats, you are... Uh, biologically female, but if your mom did not get that sucker fertilized, guess what? You've got an astrolagus. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to shoot sperm out with that sucker, and you are congratulations, a male ant. So think about it that way. Next time somebody (laughs) says, boy, isn't nature beautiful, you squirm your way out of that egg, and you're a little transparent fucking worm, and you squirm around eating shit until you turn into an ant, and you can eat sugar and you always dream of eating sugar but most days you'll just eat shit life of an ant that's nature baby <laughs> think about it 
about eating shit makes me think about that Gigi Allen documentary you watched last night. Yeah, he did that. He would do that and he would rub it on himself and stuff. He was pretty reprehensible. And his music wasn't any good. It wasn't my taste. I think whatever people like about it is not what I like about music. There was a scene where they did some of his songs, and his songs were pretty reprehensible. And there was a scene when the guy was fishing shit out of the toilet with his hand. Yeah, I didn't like that. (laughs) Anyway, did you know... Okay, so you know how birds will, like, regurgitate food into a baby bird? Right, yeah. Ants do that, too. Did you know that? No. They do that when they feed the larva. But they also have two stomachs. Did you know that? No. What are the two stomachs for? One is the ant's personal stomach, and the other is a social stomach. Oh, that's exactly like Tom's shoes, where when you buy one, they give a second pair. Ants have two stomachs, and one of them is used only for food that they're going to give to other ants. Imagine if you brought an ant to a party, and he shows up, and he's not holding anything, and he says, I brought something for you guys. (laughs) Guess what? Wait, one more time. Right. That's the sound of an ant puking up shit. Yep. <laughs> so that is pretty uh, interesting to think about, though, that the ant, when the ant eats, it will, it will fill itself up and it will feed two ants with what it took. Right, because the ant's role is if it's leaving the colony and it's going out, then its job is to get food. Right. So it has to feed itself, but then it'll also bring food back for people. Right. For other, not for people, for ants. (laughs) I think it's funny to call them people. Imagine. (laughs) Now, what if you had a colony and instead of DoorDash, you just sent your colony, you shot some pheromones on there and you wiggled your ass and they went out and they brought you home like a cheesesteak. Right. I would. It would be pretty sweet though to like be able to go out and like eat twice as much as you normally would, and then you would just come home and puke half of it up for somebody. Yeah, I think that it's a known thing that people <laughs> people do that too. I guess. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah, and it's not usually <laughs> for other people. It's usually just if I could go out. And I would come home, and then I would puke up, and it would just be like a sealed bottle of Diet Coke. Like that might be all. That might be all right. We would just keep. We would keep a sink with water in it, like a commercial restaurant. And I'd just puke the Diet Coke up. You just dunk it in the water bath. And... A decontamination bath. Yeah, a little bit of bleach. <laughs> One of those little blue tablets. When I was a kid, I got fired from a sub shop, and I. I'm pretty sure it's because I told my manager I bleached the meat. You were lying to him? Yeah, I, yeah. There was something that happened, and he was being a dick to me or something. I handed him, like, a big lump of meat because, you know, they'd keep those. They'd get the big lumps of meat. Mm-hmm. They'd be in the fridge. I unwrapped it, and I handed it to him. Later, he came back. He's like, oh, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, everything's cool. He's like, I heard something. I was like, oh, yeah, I dropped a hunk of meat. And he was like that hunk of meat you gave me earlier and i was like oh yeah don't worry about it though i threw it in the bleach bath left in there a few minutes and (laughs) he had been slicing it up during lunch and feeding it to people so i'm sure he he panicked and then i got fired like the next day (laughs) oh It's fine. I learned something. He learned how to make a good sandwich. Maybe he learned not to trust like 16-year-old boys. Uh, I, I 
appreciate you committing to the to the joke too. What else am I gonna? I'm gonna not commit. I mean, I have trouble with authority. So like me as a 16 year old, like bowing to the authority of like a 34 year old guy. It's like, come on, slice faster. <laughs> it's just not, it's not going to happen. Also, that was the job where, because I was in Cincinnati and everything's on the side of a hill. After the manager left, we would prop the back door open and they had uh, satellite dishes on the next strip mall, like down the hill. And we would throw like footlongs and bottles of soda and stuff to try to hit the satellite dish. Yeah. It was like before I got a job where I had like pencil or pen and paper around like you couldn't keep paper at the sub shop. It just get greasy. Right. I can't remember what we used to do in the sub shop when I used to work there. Do you have ants? Mm, we might have had cockroaches. You think so? Maybe. I have to say the sub shop was pretty clean. I did use bleach a lot. I cleaned the sub shop when I worked there. My boss even told me more than once that I was great at mopping. <laughs> Well, that's that's great praise. Like, you got a career. You got a career coming and mopping there, baby. I can really wring it out like a motherfucker. You know what? You keep swabbing those decks and you'll be promoted to assistant swab master. <laughs> I, am, I am the swab master. I was management material. <laughs> Did they ever find I used to I used to steal hand over fist? I oh I, yeah I didn't I, did I did not steal any money from the sub shop, but I would always on purpose like put a bunch of hot peppers and vinegar on somebody's sub and it would like leak all down into it and then I'd be like oh no you didn't want hot peppers and they're like no and I'm like oh I'm sorry I'm gonna make you a whole new one I would go put it in the back and I write my name on it. <laughs> I would steal some club stickers. <laughs> yeah. Back when they had stickers. In that big, like, reel. Yeah. That big, like, ticker go, tape. I would go, shroom, shroom, shroom. <laughs> and I would just, like, get, like, a bazillion of them. <laughs> and so I would then use them whenever I would go out for the weekend. Yeah. yeah. I would just go to Subway the whole time. <laughs> and sometimes I would like give them to people, obviously. That was a good plan. Yeah. Things are looking up because today in 2020, you can buy, you could probably buy vapes. You could probably buy little tiny silver bags of cannabis, but no edibles <laughs> at Subway. At Subway? Yeah. They should have uh, CBD footlongs. CBD footlongs. You heard it here first, folks. For only $49, you can have <laughs> a footlong imbued with the healing power of CBD. 2,500 milligrams of CBD. <laughs> <laughs> In a meatball sub. <laughs> and they're going to do it Russian roulette style. There's just going to be one hot spot in there. You got to eat the whole thing. If you split it, you might not get any. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Don't take the chance. Just eat the footlong. You paid for it. <laughs> Don't waste it. Eat the footlong. You paid for it. Subway. Uh, did you, oh, did you know? Wait till you hear this shit. Did you know that ants 
were doing agriculture 50 million years before humans started doing agriculture? No. How did they do agriculture? They would encourage the growth of fungus in their little farms. And they even would secrete chemicals that had antibiotic properties to inhibit mold growth when they were growing fungus in their in their shit. And they also fertilized the area with manure. Like he, they brought manure back and put it where they were cultivating fungus. Puked it. Yeah. They would puke shit up. No, and, but they had buckets and... back then. <laughs> <laughs> Just one bucket. They weren't bucket rich. (laughs) (laughs) I never studied ants. I was never a biologist. I legitimately, when you said agriculture, the first thing I thought is an ant standing on its hind legs with a little tiny, like, hoe made out of a stick, just, like, scraping through the earth. (laughs) Like, pushing individual seeds down into it. Yeah, that's what they were doing. So, yeah, so they are pretty smart. And they also will keep aphids and leaf hoppers and little bugs like that because they secrete like sugary muck from dealing with plants. And they really enjoy the muck that comes out of them. So bug waste is called frass, right? F-R-A-S-S. It says secretions. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's maybe it's frass, maybe it's something else. But the ants are bananas for it. And so anyway, so they will keep all these other littler bugs and they will take them around to plants so they can eat. And then they just. Wow. Okay. (laughs) So ants are like little shit monsters. They curate like. uh, Sounds pretty kinky to me. It sounds like plain old good business to me, Natalie. I mean. These ants are capitalists. <laughs> no, they're actually, they're totally communists. Right, right. They don't do anything out of self-interest. All they do is just, they're down for their to their ant house, and that's it. They want to protect the colony. Yeah, they're into it. <laughs> now, I've heard something. Have you heard about ant balls? What are ant balls? That's when ants, when they need to get across, let's say... Ants are in the jungle. They've been known to live there. They're marching. That's what they say. The ants are marching, right? But they just go and they do their thing with their food source and they come back and they find that because of the jungle rains that there's now a stream in their pathway that they have to cross. What they'll do is they'll all mass up on each other and they make a big ball and they roll across the stream with the idea that this is a way for some of them to get across the stream and they know some of them will drown. Ants don't drown, though. They could be in the water for up to 24 hours. Really? Right, yeah. Well, I originally, when I read about this on lolfax.biz, <laughs> uh, it, the implication was that some of the ants sacrificed themselves for the greater good, but if the ants don't even die, then fuck that. Yeah, because they have those, like, they don't have, like, regular respiratory systems like we do. They breathe, like, through their exoskeleton. They breathe through, like, little teeny holes in their exoskeleton. And so if they get wet and they're, like, they look like they're drowned, if you leave a... They can be in in water for up to 24 hours. And then if you pull it out, like, if you give it enough time to dry out, it'll just be like, boop. So it does it, like, kind of suspend animation if it just doesn't have any oxygen? Yeah, for a period of time. In some cases, an ant can have something... 
that might clog up its exoskeleton and might might kill it, might inhibit its ability like to weed. breathe. Like weed. <laughs> oh, yeah, like auntie. <sighs> so one day, a long time ago, Natalie and I found an enormous Where ant. did we find auntie? In the house, crawling around by the window. It was a giant ant. It was almost an inch long. It was the biggest ant I've ever seen. It was enormous, but it wasn't a beetle, and it wasn't a termite. We was, spent a long time looking this up. He was he was beyond the line, like, too big to squish. Like, I can't squish a bug if it's, like, above a certain size. I just can't do it. And he was, was too big to squish. And beside that, he was just walking around. Right, but he was in the house. So... That's the squish zone. So I got <laughs> a pint glass and... A piece of paper, a piece of cardstock, and I put him in there, and we were like, well, we have this ant. Like, obviously, we're going to take him outside. We're just going to put him out there because, like, you made it this far. Let's say there's a guy, and he's got a world record jogging attempt, and he's going through your yard. Like, you don't go trip him. Like, just let him go. He's going somewhere. Right. That's how I felt with Auntie, except... Except I wanted to get him high first. (laughs) Well, I, I wanted to know if, if if he was big enough to get high. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what we thought would happen. <laughs> okay, so I made my invention. My invention was an index card with a hole punch, and I put a little hole in it, and then I put that card over the cup that Auntie was in, and then I kind of scooched it so part of the cup was off the edge of the table and the the hole was there and then I stuck a straw on it. A bendy straw. A bendy straw. And then I smoked weed and blowed it into the cup. Yeah. Into the cup where the ant was. <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> what would happen. And so what happened? I don't remember. So I don't I have no idea why you wouldn't remember. But <laughs> I know that I don't think that auntie made it. Or auntie went to sleep really hard. Well, what happened was that you did this, you blew weed smoke, and the ant was kind of like walking around. And at first, he was like, hmm, and he kind of did like circles. He was kind of pacing. And then there was a point where he just stopped, and he just ceased to move after that. (laughs) Yeah. And we couldn't figure out if maybe he was breathing it in, he got like resin clogging up his exoskeleton because at the same time this was happening like we had computers we were researching this we were looking up anatomical details of ants (laughs) (laughs) i feel like we may have spent hours on this project probably maybe yeah (laughs) but so the ant was there in the glass and kind of the weed smoke settled and the ant was just like not moving and not moving and so I took the I took the card and the ant and the straw outside and I set them down very gently in the grass and I vividly remember it was outside it was like a spring day he slid off the paper and then he flipped over upside down onto the grass with his all of his legs rigid and sticking up into the air <laughs> and I was like well <laughs> figure it out good luck bug <laughs> so did the ant get intoxicated in a pleasant fashion? I hope so. Will the ant survive? The ant is not alive now unless 
ants live like 15 years. The ants, ants can live up to 30 years. Holy shit. How about that ant fact? Do you think we could go back and find Auntie? He's probably huge now. He's probably like the size of a cat. <laughs> He's like giant now. He's addicted to drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Roaming the mean streets looking for his next marijuana fix. <laughs> He's addicted to bongs. Might as well face it. <laughs> Might as well face it. You're addicted to bongs. <laughs> But that was the invention of the ant bong. I If I had to pick a way to go out, that's probably how I would go. Yeah, death by smoking weed, clearly. <laughs> Gas me out with weed, baby. <laughs> Gas me out so hard that I get stiff from all the resin in my joints. <laughs> <laughs> I was once told, I, I went in to do a science fair experiment. I was required to. I was not, I would do extracurriculars when I was a kid. I would do activities. I would go and join a club if the club would let you do something cool. But I would not, I never wanted to do extra work for stuff that wouldn't give you grades. Like if I was going to do extra work, I would just like work on like whatever my personal projects was, right? But I had to do science fair once and I kind of was trying to push the envelope on the rules and find out where the rules were. And I found out that the most complex organism you were legally allowed to work on in the science fair was a worm so i injected a bunch of worms for my science fair project what did you inject them with neurotransmitters like acetylcholine <laughs> and uh what did that do to them i mean get zappy right because i wasn't able to get because i was like 13 or something i wasn't able to get anything good like, not in time for the science fair and not as, like, a private citizen. They're not going to give you a big syringe full of dopamine. Which, between you and me, if I got a big syringe full of dopamine, you know where that's going. Right in the worm. <laughs> <laughs> you know how hard this shit is to get online? Right in the end of the worm. <laughs> right in the business end. <laughs> I, so what what did this stuff do to the worms? It just made them go crazy? Sometimes it would... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if a worm can go crazy. <laughs> On the next episode of Garbage Brain, we talk about worms. Yes, by inducing varied schizotypies in my worms. <laughs> this one is avoidant. This one is insane. He's mad. <laughs> This one has impulse control. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure they all just got fucked up. How can you tell a worm was fucked up? No, they don't squirm, baby. <laughs> this worm don't squirm. <laughs> I poking Case him. closed. <laughs> poking him with all these weird chemicals I bought. Got a green ribbon. I think that was a thank you for coming. But I was forced to do it for class, and my grade was independent, so I was like... Fuck it. When I did science fair, I it was experiment, and my hypothesis was okay. So I phoned the shit in. Obviously, my hypothesis was that studying does not affect the test scores that people get. Then I proved my hypothesis, and the teachers did not like it. <laughs> I think you were conducting a meta experiment also by submitting that as your science fair experiment. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I proved it though. I had a sampling of people took tests and studied for them or didn't study for them. I guess I have a long history of making up bullshit quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who knew? I already talked about how ants love to suck on an ass. Um, did you know that ants will take slaves from other ant colonies and, like, different species of ants? Jesus Christ, no. So what they will do is the ant, one, like, an ant will go and be like, I'm gonna take over a colony, and then that, the queen ant and, like, her other ants will take over a colony and kill the current queen ant. And then just make all of the ants that are there already work for them. So is that hard or do they just fall into line? I mean, I imagine they would fall into line maybe. I don't know. They must because it's a thing. But you said slaves. So are they like the underclass? Yeah. Now, that's not very communist of you. Well, the queen is all, she's the queen. It's right there in the name. Having a queen isn't very communist either. Yeah, I guess puking up shit to grow mushrooms is nowhere in any little red book. Or keeping a a pet bug to suck the shit out of its butt. (laughs) 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 Um, So what, here's what ants do when they go and look for food. It's like they will go and there will be food somewhere and ants will just wander around until they find something and then it eats it and then it goes directly back to the colony and when it's doing that it's making a little trail of like squirty pheromone stuff and so after it comes back with food then all the other ants are like oh let's go let's go sniff up the guy's street okay so they know where that ant was they just follow the smell right and they they have like different pheromones like that's bad news over there or, like, uh, I got food over here, or, like, there's nothing over here. They communicate different stuff aside from just, like, there's food right here. They have different chemicals. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Right. Did you know that the most venomous insect in the world is ant? How venomous is it? Its sting is worse than 12 honeybees. Like? <laughs> in terms of venom. Like, on a pain scale? Or, like, how venomous I assume, on, I assume on a venom scale, yeah. Because the most painful insect to get a bite from is the bullet ant. So the danger with ants is not like the danger from bees. You never get bitten or venomized by one ant. It's always, like, 1,100 of them at once. That's the real well, yeah, problem, you right? You get bit when you, like, kick into a fucking nest or something. So a rogue ant just wandering around is not just going to bite you. I mean, one might just bite you, but, like, usually there's more than that. Usually people who have that happen are kicking into a nest. And then it's like, all oh, the ants are right there. You're Can you get you. killed by ant venom? I don't have any notes about that, but you could die from all kinds of stupid shit, so probably. I'm sure, sure that some people have, like, tried to suck their own dick and <laughs> fell off the couch and hit their head on the coffee table like my friend, only they hit their head even worse. Yeah. I mean, getting bitten, I mean, an ant is an animal. Mm-hmm. Getting bitten by a venomous animal is not an unusual way to die, I don't think. I don't think. Over the course of time, that's something that's happened a lot. Sure. And if you're allergic to it? How many cavemen do you think died because they were trying to suck their own loincloth and fell onto their coffee rock? <laughs> like, more of them got venomized, for sure. Sure. You should know that sometimes people eat ants. That seems like an Andrew Zimmern thing. Right. Yes, I do, actually. I saw this pretty recently. 
I watch a lot of food tourism videos because I don't have the time or the budget to go to very many places. I saw a video where a guy went to somewhere, I want to say Cambodia, and they got a bunch of ants and they ground them up. Right. And they used that like they would a lemon or something because the ants were all full of formic acid. And I'm sure they had other, like, they had other tastes and smells. They were probably a little bitter. They are probably, right? My thing says peppery. Peppery. Mm-hmm. Now, most, most ants have formic acid, which is similar to acetic acid mm-hmm. or vinegar. Yeah. Yeah. So people use them to season stuff. Right. Imagine if just on a lark, you squashed an ant in the kitchen, you popped it in your mouth, and it was like a little burst of malt vinegar. You'd be like, damn. I would eat them. I love malt vinegar. That's like one of my favorite things in the world. I'd be out there eating ants off the sidewalk like a fucking animal. All those ants tasting like malt vinegar. Think about it. If you've ever eaten an ant, let us know. Go out right now and eat one and tell us how it goes. If you want, and sign a waiver first. We didn't make you. No, I mean. What if an ant bites somebody's tongue and they die and then the coroner is taking all their shit out of their pockets and their phone is still open to this and the coroner will usually respect the victim, but this time they just get a little gut feeling and they press play and out of the dead person's AirPods, it just says, go ahead, eat an ant. Let that sucker bite your tongue. <laughs> what, you ant, scared? how it goes. <laughs> you scared? I was sounding nice about it. You're the one who's sounding threatening. <laughs> the ant is so small. Just eat it, dum-dum. <laughs> You're the one who's taking it to, like, a mean place. I'm just making a suggestion for science. When you guys are brave enough to eat eat the ants, I personally would cook them first if I was going to eat an ant. You get the world's tiniest pan. <laughs> no, I would get, like, a handful of them. I would get a spoon, and I would cook an ant like heroin. <laughs> <laughs> just a lighter, a spoon, and a single ant. I think the secret to eating ants should be, like, to fry them up. So you don't get any gushy parts and season them up and make them into something else. Right. And also, now that I'm thinking about it, they're covered in bacteria and they're full of bug shit. And they eat shit all day. They just eat it. They're just there to eat shit. (laughs) Who knows? They might taste great. (laughs) So even worker ants, did you know that even worker ants can leave the nest if they absolutely have to? And they can make it up to 700 feet away before they get lost to shit. So that's like somebody that never leaves their hometown. They grew up in a little town. They never leave. They try to make it out to Chicago or they try to make it out to Cleveland. And they're like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> Where's this? This is not my house. How, how about you guess? Guess how big the biggest ant colony was in the area. The area of it. So I've seen people take molten metal and pour it down into ant colonies and get a casting of it. And they go really, really, really far down. Mm -hmm. They end up with these structures that are like these big trees and they have these hollow cave areas and these pipes that connect them, right? Ant ghosts. Right, in the ant ghost because in pouring molten aluminum – down inside of an anthill, obviously you kill all the ants, which I think is unethical, personally. I would eat a single ant, sure. But... I, I would get a single ant high to death. <laughs> I... 
and he was fine later, I'm sure. And he as lived. Soon as he thought he out, lived, he's all right. He's gonna live Walk to be. Off, <laughs> he's gonna live to be thirty. He'll be fine. Mm-hmm. He's probably already thirty. But the biggest ant hill, you know, there's so many ants worldwide. You're talking area. Mm-hmm. I think square miles, like multiple. Let's say eight square miles. Is that your final guess? Yeah. No, it's. 3,750 miles. That's impressive. It's a single colony in Europe. Have you ever seen fire ants? Uh, you know, I'm not sure if I've seen actual fire ants. I don't think we get them around here. When I was a kid, you would see black ants, normal size, about the size of a dime. Like as long as a dime is wide. Normal black ants, and then you would see red ants that tended to be smaller. Right. But I don't think either were fire ants. Children would call the red ones fire ants, but I don't think they are. Fire ants, they bite, and so if they got bit and it was a red ant, it was a fire ant. I don't know of anybody that got bitten by an ant where it was, like, even a thing. There are people who are allergic to the venom, and those people can die from it. It will get all swollen up, and then their tongue will swell up, and they'll get anaphylaxis. Just like when you get bit by a bee if you're allergic to bees. Only ants don't make honey, I don't think. They should try maybe, maybe doing that. Be a lot cooler if they did. <laughs> Dirt honey. You just dig down there and find it. Well, bees fly around eating the most delicious little nuggets out of flowers. So their honey always just is like clover or floral. And it just tastes so good because they buzz around and they take just the very little tips of the plants and then bees and wasps are also responsible for pollinating fruit trees and vegetables and things like that, right? Ants go around eating shit and puking up shit. So if ants made honey, I'm sure it would taste great. It would taste like shit. It would taste like a dead mouse. (laughs) Giant millipede. (laughs) Now this is some local ant honey. It tastes a lot like a millipede. A millipede and an old ho-ho <laughs> and shit. <laughs> Let's think about for a minute, if you were going to make a party for ants, what would you have there? What would I have? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, first thing I would have is to entice everybody to the party. I'd be like, yo, the queen's going to be there. (laughs) Yeah. If the queen's not there, no one's going to show up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Unless you have a really great spread. You have to get them going in more than one way. You have to engage them on multiple fronts. Yeah. So you have to make them think they're going to fuck. Yeah. The queen is going to be there, bro. Yeah. You have to, just like you said, have just a magnificent spread. And I'm talking gummy worms. Oh, yeah. Gotta have the worms. (laughs) Because they'd be like, oh, yeah, worms. I've eaten this. And they dig in and they're like, what is this? It's sugar worms. (laughs) Like, this is lemon lime flavored. You're fucking my head up. Very small. So they wouldn't have to do ant ball and roll across. Mm-hmm. I would put out very small bowls. And each bowl would have one cereal in it. Mm-hmm. Like one check or one Cheerio, and it would have milk, and then the milk would soak up all the sugar from the cereal, so they could just 
go hog wild. I, you know, I would bring for the party for ants a bunch of ice cream, and I would let it get all melted, and then I would put my hand in the bucket of melted ice cream and I rub it all over every surface in the room. That's fine. I think I was thinking. You can just imagine all the ants partying in there. Yeah, you would get more ants. I was thinking less cafeteria ant style <laughs> and more like upscale ant ball. <laughs> I mean, you could put some lights on and like maybe get a bubble machine or something, and then just fucking cover. Everything Imagine in the ice cream. if you were <laughs> if you were an ant and you were just in paradise. You're like you were like Willy Wonka. Like here I am on this table, and there's nothing but melted ice cream. <laughs> and you're just like doing the thing where your hands are up and you're doing a circle. Then a fucking soap bubble lands on you, <laughs> sucks into your exoskeleton, and you asphyxiate. I don't think that they would. Or maybe you just get a smoke machine. <laughs> yeah, like, we both rainbow, know. Rainbow. We both know that smoke in ants is not going to work. Get a smoke machine and fill it up with uh, vape cartridges. <laughs> fill it. <laughs> Now you're talking about an ant trap. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. You do your thing with putting your little death standing hands full of ice cream everywhere. And you get the ants in. But then you put one of the illegal vape cartridges that gives you lipid pneumonia. One of those dank vapes. It's just full of vitamin E. And you just shotgun that shit out into the room and the ants are like, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> Everlasting ant gobstoppers. And the ants are licking the wallpaper like, ah, this really tastes like shit. It tastes like shit, but it's really like chemically sugar candy that's made to taste like shit. <laughs> <laughs> today i learned a surprising amount about ants today i didn't know that ants would do willy wonka i did know you could kill an ant or incapacitate it to have serious ant lock <laughs> i already did know that i didn't know that you would eat ants that was really surprising to me i thought for sure that was a hard no I think ants would be the only bug I would eat because those are the only ones that could conceivably be small enough that it wouldn't be gushy. Now, here's what you do. You want to hear my ant tech? When you get catfish, one of the things you do when you get catfish or fish that are like that is you get them and you put them in fresh water for a while. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of them are in like muddy water. They're like, I don't know what the whole situation is. I'm not a fisherman. You put them in clean water and they they kind of clean out and any off taste they have while they're living, they kind of flush it out of their system. Just like if you get crabs, crabs eat a lot of decaying organic matter. Mm -hmm. So you can pick up crabs and then you take crabs and you put them in a bucket with a bunch of cornmeal and the crabs eat the nice clean cornmeal and clean themselves out before you eat the crabs. Right. You do the same with ants. Oh, yeah? No, I'm saying you would. I'm uh, not going to eat fucking ants. I'm not going to pursue You're the one talking ants. about you're going to eat ants. I'm not going to eat ants. I'm, I'm helping you because you said you love to eat ants and you want to do it more. 
I told you I would eat ants if it tasted like sucking on a bottle of malt vinegar. We haven't even established if that's the case because some of our listeners haven't eaten an ant yet. I don't think I don't think anybody's I don't think anybody's had the chance to reply, but if you if you have eaten an ant, let us know. If you haven't, go out and give it a shot. It just one. You're not gonna die. This just is don't eat a fire ant. This is not a statement of truth and is not intended to be an endorsement of the safety of eating ants in your locale. Please check your local wildlife yeah, if you guide. And, and before starting an ant-eating program, of course, make sure to check with your doctor to find out if it's right for you. <laughs> Ask your doctor if putting your mouth over an ant hole and just sucking on it like a bitch is right for you. <laughs> episode of garbage break university harlem township no need to visit if you haven't already patreon.com slash garbage brain university gives you instant access to our discord where we're in there all day we talk with listeners you can talk with listeners they talk with each other everybody's very nice you would like it and of course you can hear all of our episodes that are not available for free we have Half of our episodes, they're subscriber-only episodes, so don't fuck this up. Right. Thanks again to Hito for giving us a good idea for our episode. We like it when you give us good ideas. That's right. <laughs> Natalie, the arbiter and anteater. I run this bitch. From our bitch to yours, thanks for listening. And good night. <laughs> Bye.